All right, welcome back to another episode of CMA Podcast. What is going on, everybody? I am here today with Colin Flanagan. Colin, how are you doing, sir? Excellent, Dave. How are you keeping? Not too bad at all, man. The, su- the, the summer is over here in Switzerland. How's it over there? It's not looking too good. It's Ireland, so we don't really get a summer. We get a couple of days here and there, so you know yourself. That's so, right. The, um, the rain gets warmer. You managed to get out of this place. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> Outstanding. Great to be on with you, Dave. Great to be on with you. I see you've had some big names over the last few weeks. Chuck I got Dave. lucky. Marcus Davis, what the hell? <laughs> I got very, very lucky. You see, the thing about it is it depends on the personality, right? I, yeah. I'm reaching out to all the big guys, all the big guns, just to get them on, and hopefully they'll share it, and then I get a bigger following from that, and that's how it all works. Yeah, um, exactly. But some guys are not as forthcoming as others. Like Chuck has made it. Chuck is the man. He came on, dude. We, we talked for 10, 15 minutes before and after, so he was just one of the guys but then oh, you you get hit with these fucking divas that just want you know price scalings and you know if you're late it's going to cost you so you need to prepay and i'm like you know what not paying for anybody what are you talking about <laughs> you know? no man chuck is chuck is a legend an absolute legend of the game absolutely just so cool yeah. man I, I sent him a message on uh, on social media and within like a day he comes back to me and i'm just like I can't believe this is happening. I'm, like, I'm, being, I'm being trolled here. But, uh, but yeah, it's been great. Brilliant. It's been a great experience talking to these fucking legends, you know? Of course, yeah. Of course. Yeah. No, I'm tuning in. I'm watching, I'm watching your podcast, Dave. No, it's, uh, it's great to see. It's great to hear the stories and everybody else's stories around and, you know, stories about your gym and, you know, fighters and, you know, back in the day. And, you know, it, it brings you back. You know, absolutely so. man the, the the bringing it back for me is why i contacted you this week um yeah like like I, i'm reliving in my head these moments over and over again as to how things were <laughs> back in back in my most active time which was between 2010 and 2012 those two years i was yeah. like you know the heyday you know what I mean? yeah exactly yeah yeah same so, as that I was, I was around those years too so yeah so for anybody that doesn't know, and not a lot of people would know, but um, I'm a former opponent of Colin. We got in there. We got stuck in there together. <laughs> that we did. Uh, so there's a lot that you probably don't know, and I'm going to shock you on the fucking internet now with this, bro. Uh, the, right. the fight night, the fight night that you had with, uh, I believe, Chris from, uh, from Limerick. Um, oh, yeah. This would have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this would have been in, in Limerick. I was supposed to fight on that fight night. And okay. the, the guy that, got, that I was supposed to fight against got a, like a rib injury or something. He's a hurler for, for someone in Limerick. And if that didn't happen, if I'd gone through with that fight, I would have been absolutely murdered. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking I was way better than what I was. And... It okay. was just, it was a real shock to the system when I saw what you did in their cage that night. It was the first time I'd ever truly experienced uh, a bloody fight outside of street fights, but we won't talk about that yeah. online. But um, 
yeah, I was supposed to fight on that night and the guy, my coaches and my, my guys were always kind of saying, hey, t- take an eye, like keep an eye out on the guys around your weight class because mm. you're probably going to encounter them at some point, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I saw what you did that night and I just, I knew who you were from the poster and I'd seen okay. you at a couple of MMA leagues and I'm like, all right, this this guy's good. This guy's this guy's got the frame for it. He's uh, he's tough. He's tough looking. He can throw pretty much anything. He's got grappling. He's got striking. Um, so how did you start? Where did it all start for you? Um, geez, yeah. See, that's an interesting one because my, my reason for getting into it was, I suppose, very different from a lot of other people. So back in 2008. Um, my dad actually passed away from suicide. Oh, I'm and sorry to hear that, man. It was, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was not at all, Jesus, you know, it, it's something that I'm much more open to talk about now, you know, so back then it was kind of a, there was a, an awful stigma around it, so um, I took up, I, I joined Pancreation uh, MMA in Limerick uh, with Katrin, you know Katrin Costigan, and um, Dormit McGrath, uh, early 2009, I believe it was, and my reason for getting into it was purely mental, it was just distraction, distract the mind. You know, it was a, it was a new sport coming up at the time in Limerick. You know, there weren't many clubs around. Um, you know, MMA wasn't something you heard a lot about back then. But um, yeah, it was just I instantly fell in love with it. But yeah, for me, it was just a mental distraction. And be quite honest about it, it um, yeah, it worked. It worked. Getting punched in the face definitely distracts you. So. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. <laughs> you can't read a book so, and uh, get punched in the face at the same time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and like, like that, you know, with, with starting off, I probably jumped in a little too early. My first fight was after a number of months. I, you know, we had a guy in the club who got injured and he was due to fight and I stepped in instead of him and I got absolutely annihilated in my first fight. Um, and that was it was I believe it was Rumble in Rush was the name of the event um, just outside Dublin and it was against a guy called Fran McCaffrey and I saw this guy backstage and quite honestly I lost the fight before I even got into the cage I just saw this guy and I went holy fuck so you know the mental side of it even inside and outside the cage is just yeah it, it there's a lot there's a lot in it you know it's so true it's intense man it's not just men putting on gloves trying trying to be mm. uh you know testosterone freaks there, there's yeah. like even the fight you know coming up at the weekend uh, uh fury versus um wilder wilder like, yeah ev- everyone thinks that it's going to be this like testosterone driven fire but it's 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 mind games it's pure mentality it's it's uh yeah get it getting in the head of your own of, of your opponent and things like that and i i completely understand what when you see someone backstage i i can only imagine shaved head muscles tattoos mm-hmm. yeah and for whatever reason he just looks so much bigger than me or so i thought you know so um it was yeah it was a tough fight it was a tough fight, you know, the, the first round, uh, he hurt me bad. Um, and at the time, it was, it was um, I can't remember what rules it was, but there was no headshots on the ground. Um, 
So I got him to the ground and I was like, shit, what do I do now? <laughs> you know, so I was like, I don't want to stand back up. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, but no, it was, it was, it was a good experience and it was definitely a, definitely a big learning for the, for the second fight. So. Yeah. And was that a, was that a fight night that was like a crowd? Yeah, there was a crowd there. Yeah. Yeah. And there were, uh, there was a, it was a rowdy crowd too. I remember that. It was like in a GA club mm-hmm. in the, back arts of nowhere so um wow. yeah it was uh you know you were backstage and you could hear people roaring and you know people want blood like they want good fights they want blood for a for a newcomer that's that's intimidating you know and you're going out to a cage you're walking through the crowd and they're like fuck me what am i doing but yeah yeah tunnel but, vision you know, no energy just yeah exactly yeah and all through all through the the the, the years i was training or or, or competing I was a nervous fighter before every fight. Like if you don't have nervous or something seriously wrong with you, um, or you need to be checked out or something anyway. But yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, I was I was a nervous fighter before every fight. But you know, it, it I think that that fuels you. You know, so you have to use it correctly if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. You you touched on something there that uh, I talked with uh, one of my ex training partners, Graham McCormack. Uh, with like when you're new in a gym when you're training and you want to fight you've got that fire it's like oh I want to be the guy you know um you got to do it in a way that uh what I how do I even phrase this now when you've got things like when you've got tools like the MMA leagues jiu-jitsu competitions yeah um uh, novice boxing fights from gym to gym you know when you've got those tools available to you, you'd, I think it's wrong that you would put a new guy into a fight night and expect the performance under the lights and the crowd and the people immediately. Like mm. you don't just go straight to Carnegie Hall. You don't just go straight to the, the big stages and play to big crowds and, and, and you're fantastic straight away. You know, you got to build up to yeah. it. And it's what happened in our gym. Those guys, a few of those guys were pushed straight on to Cage Warriors um, and their first fight was in the Neptune Stadium in Cork and bright lights, cameras, TV crew, uh, full crowd. Yeah. You know, that was their first night. That was their first time experiencing a fight and, you know, the victories did not come, you know? Yeah, it's, um, it's intense. It gets into your head, you know, and if you, if you let it get into your head, it's, um, it, it, can, it, can, it can affect you. And that, you know that definitely happened with my first fight. Um, I knew what to expect then going into the second one. And you, you, you were at the event in Limerick. You know it was a pretty big event, and you know there was a big crowd, and it was a big setup. Um, it was even more intimidating than the first fight. But um, I think you you learn a lot, and you you know you carry that forward with you. But um, yeah, and again, previous to that fight, you know I was backstage, I was nervous, and um, I actually picked up an injury going into that fight, and. That made me even more nervous but as soon as that cage door closes it's just you know it's like fuck it what are you gonna do you can't get out of here now yeah so, go for it <laughs> absolutely you know. and you you had a very impressive victory that night i mean we're, we're all you're still friends with chris yeah still friends with chris yeah, yeah. um we messaged there a while back he was sending me some photos and stuff like that but um yeah yeah it was i, I remember seeing chris before the fight at the wayne and i was thinking Gee, you, you saw chris like chris looks like a mean motherfucker you know, yeah, <laughs> tattoos and you know he's a big guy. Ripped, 
I saw I was like, oh fuck that again, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it uh, it was a, it was a good fight. It was a good fight. I enjoyed it. Yeah, you so got the job I knew, done. I knew, yeah, I knew Chris was going to come in. I knew he was going to have a strong ground game. Um, I didn't know what his stand up was going to be like, but my intention for that fight was to keep it on the ground or keep it standing, should I say? Um, cause I, I, you know, his gym they were they were known for their ground game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was the intention. That's that's how it went. Thankfully. Absolutely. So yeah, following on from that. I knew who you were from the posters of that night and I definitely knew who you were from watching that fucking fight. Uh, fast forward about, let's say, I think it was maybe six months to a year later. Uh, I had yeah. uh, quite a few MMA league fights that particular year. Uh, yeah. So I knew what it was like to get in there on mats with like the crowd or the other fighters. There's no cameras. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're posting on social media, your weight and shit like that. Um, but it was, there was very, very little pressure, you know? Yeah. So I got my hand raised a few times. I knew what it was like to get smothered. I knew what it was like to eat a few kicks. Like my whole thing was jujitsu. I had no boxing yeah. at that point. I was just an MMA guy who could do jujitsu, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and then we hit the MMA leagues in Cork and, you know, I yes. meet all the guys, all the boys walk in, hey lads, ho tanks, blah, blah, blah. And then they, you know, you weigh in, you put your name down and uh, what's your man's name from Galway puts up the, the names of, of who's fighting. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Gareth or Gary or something like that. <clears throat> Something and I, yeah, not sure. And I look at my name and I see Colin fucking Flanagan. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh. So uh, I had a fight. I, my first cage fight was scheduled for four weeks, like a month later. Um, so this okay. was, for me, I was treating this as heart sparring. I was like, let's go, you know. Mm. Uh, there's two people that I feared. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about genuine fear. It was you and a guy called Chris O'Donoghue from uh from waterford two absolute animals in my head i just thought these guys are so aggressive i'm used to the beautiful jujitsu sport you know of flowing yeah. grappling and then i see your name next to mine dave Keane versus colin flanagan and i'm like bollocks so <laughs> yeah genuine fear the league, the leagues are interesting because until the day as you say you you didn't know who you're fighting at least going into uh, a cage fight you know who you're fighting or you can get some info on them but you know so, sometimes you didn't know who you were fighting until they were standing directly opposite you you yeah. know so it was um, it was cool in one way you know but um, as you said it was it was hard sparring but it was it was great I found it great training or great um, you know if you were if you were coming up to a, a fight um, a cage fight or whatever it was it was it was good once you didn't get injured yeah, you know, you know, shin pads, you're throwing kicks and yeah, knees and yeah. you can grapple, no head strikes on the ground, no elbows, no, none of that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my first fight, I, I don't know if you even remember these fights, but my, I remember them so clearly. Uh, my first fight, I fought a guy from Waterford and, you know, I, I did very well. I choked him out with a, like a, a mounted triangle, then he kind of flipped me and I got the, the actual triangle tap. Um, I remember that fight. I remember that fight. Mm. Sweet. I was watching. I, I was. It, that was in Cork as well, was it? That was Cork. That yeah. was the former. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that because I knew I was fighting you, so I was watching your first fight. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was watching your fucking first fight too, bro. Yeah, I think you... that first one, it was, um, yeah, I went by TKO, by leg kicks. Um, yeah. No, sorry, it was TKO Knees. by leg kicks. It was, a, yeah, it was kind of a knee to the chest, I think, uh, it was the, the, yeah. the, final, the final kick, so. It was awful to watch, let me, in full disclosure, <laughs> it was awful to watch. Yeah, so I had my first win, I thought, fuck it, brilliant, and then I just remembered I'm fighting you next, like fucking dessert. Um, so I, I knew what you did against Chris. I knew what you just did an hour previous in your first fight. Um, so like, I, I just was so scared, bro. I, I'll be honest with you in full disclosure. It was the first true time I've experienced fear. Um, and I say this hoping that my guys at the gym are listening because I'm not saying this for clickbait or I'm not saying this just for drama. I was so scared and my guys, uh, Graham and I think Sean Tobin were there cornering me and basically asked, what's the game plan? Who is this guy? And I just went, it's Colin Flanagan. And the game plan is don't die. <laughs> so um, I just said, I cannot, I, I'm, I was super skinny. I was tall, uh, but I'd never experienced your frame ever before. And I just thought, get it to the ground as quickly as you possibly can. Stay away from his knees and just grapple from the top. Like, st do not let him get on top of you. He is heavy. He disperses his weight. I saw you on the ground against Chris Flynn. Mm. Uh, so I'll play the clip here. Um, I just remember we brought together by the referee, back to our neutral corners. I just remember thinking, this is not going to be my best day. Um. We high-fived. I danced around you for a little bit. I just saw how <laughs> fucking blocky you were. And I think I just, I, I ran in for the takedown. I tried to get the takedown. I, 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 in my head, I thought I got the takedown. Mm. You got my neck and you more or less pulled guard. And I thought, yeah. excellent. I took him down. Okay, he's got my neck. Defend, defend. Okay, I'm defending. Okay. Uh, unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, like, I remember that fight. I, I watched that fight a few times, you know. And I, I actually watched it a couple of times this morning, you know, because I, 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 I had an idea we'd be, we'd be chatting about it. Yeah. But it was... Um, I had a feeling it would... You tried, you, you tried to go to the ground. Um, but... Yeah, I'd say I remember you going for the legs and I just remember it. the neck was there and when I got the hand around I went, Oh shit, I had the neck. So it was it was it was uh I wasn't expecting it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. In my opinion, if you don't mind me saying, because, you know, your your ground game was and and I've seen your ground game, your ground game is far more, far better than that. For me I'd say it was a lapse of concentration, I'd say, you know, and it was just the neck was too high. And it was, you know, you you know this game, Dave. If if the, the smallest thing, someone will pounce on it, you know. So it, um, yeah. You know, you, you have to take those opportunities when they come. Yeah, man, you you did you <laughs> took it. You took that fucking opportunity very quickly. But you're you're absolutely right in what you're saying. I I let the fear. Here's the thing, and and I don't want anybody to confuse what I'm about to say either, because. I think this is my, I'm not trying to say that I'm courageous or brave or any of that shit, but uh, don't, not, not letting fear hold, it, hold me back 
in, in accepting the fight. I could have just walked away. I said, I don't want to fight Colin Flanagan. Uh, that was not in my, that's not in my, in my mind to do. I, I said, fuck it, I'm going to get in there. You know, I'd never let my coaches or my guys know that I was afraid. Um, but I let the fear get in the way of my game plan, my technique, mm. the actual task at hand. Um, because I was just always worried about what you're going to do to my fucking ribs. Yeah, I think and I, I, I think you know you hit the nail on the head. You know it, it's it's easy let it's easy to think too much about what the other person is going to do and not concentrate on what you're actually going to do and your game plan. And and going back to the first fight, you know against Fran McCaffrey, as I said, you know I was intimidated. I you know when I saw him backstage my game plan just went out the window, you know, and I was just worried about what he was going to do to me rather than what I was going to do to him, you know, and it's, it's, um, it's, 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 a, it's an easy thing to happen, you know. Yeah, yeah, it really and truly is very, very easy because if I had, you know, if I'd studied medicine for six years, I'd be a doctor, but we can't say that. Um, but if, I think we would have had a much longer, much better fight if I didn't let my, image of your last fight with those knees and leg kicks get in my head because I think I would have been able to at least try a better takedown I, I literally just went neck first into your fucking chest I'm like nah maybe not a good idea to do that um but it was it was a super enjoyable experience because yeah people think that fighters hate each other and were nasty people and you know, we're, we're just playing a sport. Like, it's not football or hurling or whatever. We're getting in there and we're getting stuck into each other. But at the end of the day, you and me sat down. We had a sandwich and a bottle of Coke, I think, about an hour later. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we had a good chat. I remember myself, you and Chris, Chris, Chris. Was there that day as well, yeah. I remember yeah. the three of us talking, you know, and it was, um, it's good because you were two guys I had competed against recently. So it was, uh, it's, you know, it's it's easy it's easy dislike someone for for losing a fight or or getting hurt but you know it takes it takes a lot to actually um you know have to have that friendship with someone afterwards and, you know myself and you although not not as much as I would like but you know we we stayed in contact over the years and um not too long ago a couple of years ago you you I remember you sending me videos when uh, I had my little daughter oh, you yeah. were sending me. You were sending me videos of your kids just jumping around behind you and fucking yeah. diving off couches and <laughs> you scared the, you scared the shit out of me by the way. <laughs> there was I with this little baby and I was watching your kids. I was like, oh shit, is it too late to give this back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets worse, bro. Let me let me tell you that. Oh, <laughs> it wouldn't but change it, for the world. Absolutely not. You know what I mean? And like to be able to sit back and share these moments and and yeah. talk about it after and. Now that we see the the turn of the entertainment era in in like MMA, like especially with mm. UFC, the forefront of MMA, um, you know, the, the, all this trash talk and all this nastiness, yeah. and it's just taking an awful turn. You know, I I want to sit down with my opponent and say, like, I'll always say this about the last guy I fought, Killian O'Sullivan, and especially with people like you who. Um, I can sit back and after and talk about these moments and say, listen, it's because of all of these experiences and learning curves and failures and defeats and losses and, you know, fucking tears shed over embarrassment, whatever shapes you into what you become today, you know? Yeah. And yeah. 
I'm happy with that. And I appreciate everything that you've done for me in that sense. Yeah. And I, look, I, I get the whole trash talking side of it. And everybody has a different approach to a fight, no matter who you are. You know, you you can be friendly with your opponent. You may need that trash talking to hype you up, you know, each to their own, whatever, whatever motivates you. But, yeah. you know, I, I think there comes a point as well where, where, and we, we you know, you see it a lot and you'll see insults can go too far. You know, when you're bringing people's families into it, that's, that's, that's crossing the line. But, yeah. you know, fuel, do whatever you need to do to fuel yourself. But, you know, um, stay, stay, stay in your lane as well, you know. Don't cross that line. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Otherwise, you won't be able to sit down and podcast years later and talk about it, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in 20 years, we'll see Connor and Khabib sit down, do a podcast. CMA podcast, if we're big enough, I'll host it. Fuck it. Yeah, if Connor's still alive, that's it. <laughs> the road is going. Fuck Jesus, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and what what are you doing now? Are you training? Are you are you fighting? Are you what are you doing? So I'm not fighting at the moment. Um, if I'm honest with you, I got back training in the gym um, around I'd say 12, 12 to eighteen months ago now. Um, over the years, I suppose, Dave, I had, I, I look at, like everybody, like absolutely everybody, I had stuff going on at home, personal things, and, you know, I let, I let certain things spiral um, okay. out of control for myself. So over the last few years, especially with the, the birth of my daughter, Cara, um, it definitely refocused me and, you know, put me back on the right track. So um, I think, you know, over the years, I, I had put on a lot of weight. And uh, with the help of, with a... Uh, a local guy here, John Fitz. He's um he's an online trainer, but he's his own local gym here, um in Newcastle West. He helped me get back on track with my nutrition and training and everything. So, I I think I went from one hundred and six kilos um last year down to seventy nine. So I'm back down to seventy nine now. So I'm feeling good. So feeling really good. So training's going well, um and I'm looking at you know going back to Muay Thai shortly. Um. So Sweet. get back, get back, get back doing a bit anyway. Ages against me, Dave. So I'd say competing for a while is off the cards. But you know, the the training. I miss the training. I miss the sparring. I miss the camaraderie. You know, in the gym and and talking to the guys. So that's uh, you know, whatever about the fighting. You know, the 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 guys in the gym, as you know, you know, it's it's they they they're, they're like family at times. You know, I had some I made some really good friends over the years. So yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, the camaraderie is, is exactly what I was missing. And this is why I set this shit up here, a CMA podcast. So just to talk about it with people, people locally, people like yourself back home. Yeah. Um, and, and as you say, getting old, age isn't with us. Sparring is still a possibility as long as we're not taking the heads off each other every night. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, that's exactly what we're doing here now as well. But we're doing it outside. <laughs> <laughs> have you any thoughts on getting back inside Dave or will that, I'm look, is, that a, is that a little bit away yet no I'm looking at places every week I'm viewing places twice a week and uh, places are good places are clean places are ready to go but landlords are just not willing to be anywhere near flexible in the signing of the lease uh, okay. they, they, they literally want to discuss in the event of when it happens and I said well we need an agreement in place otherwise financially it just won't be possible you want us to sign a five-year lease and we could be down for two of those years you know yeah i know what you mean 
Yeah. No, I suppose the, 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 the winters in Switzerland, I suppose they're, they're, a bit, they're a bit tough to train outside. Rocky but. style. <laughs> How bad? <laughs> we got the first taste of it this week, Colin. Um, it, it, the weather changed. It got really icy okay. cold, like nine degrees with the wind. And uh, it's nasty because we're right at the foot of the Alps. So we get the, the proper wind here in Lucerne. And, yeah. you know, we got to have the hood up and still the ice wind gets in your fucking system. It's just like not good for yeah. next day recovery, you know. Getting a punch off an icy glove. I can't, uh, I can't, uh, I can't imagine that's nice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus, no. A hard sweat on the front of the 16-ounce glove is never good, bro. Oh, I can't imagine so. Can't yeah. imagine so. But uh but yeah, I think that's good for today, man. I appreciate your time coming on. Um it was a Anything pleasure there. since you agreed to come on to this, it was a pleasure reliving the moment that we shared, like albeit yeah. short. <laughs> <laughs> uh look, it's it was a short fight, but I think, you know, we we stayed friends after it, which is which is which is a good thing, you know. So it's um it was it was a it was a pleasure to fight, you know. It's a pity we didn't get to do it in the cage at some stage, but you know, it's um it is what it is. We'll take what we got. Yeah, man. It was an absolute pleasure, as I said, to relive it in my mind because those two specific years uh shaped me and what I mentally became. I became way more mentally strong after getting many sore broken noses and black eyes in the gym and you know, it it just made me all the better. So I'm I'm very appreciative yeah, of course. for for all of that training partners former opponents coaches you name it man it's just it's yeah. all part of the one package for me yeah it is yeah it is yeah you know it's as i said you know pancreation and dormant mcgray and catherine costigan were the ones who started me out in the mma you know and um and they're still going strong so well i hope you know all's going well with the gym you know covid is, has had its toll on everybody um but at the same time you know it's it's i hope the guys are doing, are doing well with the club you know yeah, man, they're posting their social media beasts, man. I love what they're doing. Yeah, 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 it's cool. Yeah. It's great to see. Absolutely. It brings back memories. Man, I see the, the the bags in the cage in that gym. I've never actually been in that gym, but I just, from watching Catherine's pre-fight training posts and stuff, mm. dude, I was just like, back in the day, you know, just the memories of walking in. You've been in the boxing clinic, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, the smell, the reception, the bathrooms, the, the shower after. Um, when the fighters came, we had the like the seminar with Chuck and the questions and answers with Vanderlei. We had the yeah. the, the, the gym uh, fight days, you know, where other gyms would just come in and we'd do cage days. Good days, man. Amazing. Yeah, good times. Good times. Absolutely. Man, thank you very much again for joining me. Anytime, Dave. It's a pleasure. Oh, man. Pleasure's all mine. Uh, subscribe to my podcast. Hit like, share. Share it with your friends. Tell other people, guys. I Just give me thumbs ups, thumbs downs. I don't give a fuck. Just do something. It helps the algorithm. We're also on. I know, man. I, I This is what you got to do when you're a YouTuber these days, right? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> also... <laughs> Apple Podcast and Spotify. Uh, go give us a rate and review. Make sure it's good and positive because I want to grow this and help local businesses. In Lucerne, guys, thank you very much again for joining us. Colin, a pleasure. Thank you again, my man. Anytime, Dave. Take care of yourself.